Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome to Let's Drone Out. Uh, tonight we are joined by our Lord and Master Andrew Slash Frank. Good evening. Uh, my darling wife Tony. Buongiorno. Um, the the sheer teamwork between Cole and Frank is amazing. Thank you, Cole, for the lovely template. Yeah, no problem. And our guest tonight. Beauty and the Geek winner, the sexy Martin Thompson. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. You're making me blush. Watched, we talked about I watched it. that. <laughs> I was like, I know that guy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you very much, Martin, yes. for coming on tonight. I'm, I'm very welcome. glad to have you here. Uh, for everyone who isn't in the UK on today, the 4th of January... It's just very, very wet. Like it's been very windy. It's been very wet. So I thought we need something to look forward to. We need we need something, you know, something in the future where we can all meet together and be in good flying weather, and it all it'll all be good. Something to look forward to. So what better than the you know the master, the new master of wings and wheels, uh, to come along? Uh, You're welcome, Andrew. Yes, it will be. Interesting to tell everyone as much as I can about Wings and Wheels. <laughs> but maybe before we get to Wings and Wheels, maybe we should introduce you. So, uh, Master, me, we've we've uh, you and I sort of first met on the Battle of Britain Model Squadron Channel Four TV show <sighs> six years ago now. Uh, Is it six quite a while? It, Coming up, I think it was wasn't it because we had our five year anniversary. In two thousand and twenty-three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember you there yeah. just working away on the laptop trying to figure out why the infrared things on the shooting the plane yeah. is down. Yeah, I was trying to first of all stop everyone from blowing up their own team's uh, pyrotechnics, <laughs> and yes. then trying to then re-allow them to blow up everyone else's pyrotechnics when they when they're up in the air. Exciting times. Because wasn't it when we were doing the formation takeoffs, we'd just shoot, we'd shoot the plane in front of us, and then we'd just set off I, all the smoke bombs. It, there was there was that, and there was also uh, people testing that their guns worked on the ground. They'd all yes. be lined up, ready to take off for a take, and then test the guns. Go, oh, I should, I'll test the guns while you're on the ground, sat just behind all your teammates. And all of a sudden, all the pyro goes off. Like, oh god. <laughs> A bit, uh, was that Channel 4? That was Channel 4, yeah. I bet they love that. <laughs> well, to be honest, they were there. I mean, it's, it's the same crew that do uh, Bake Off, right? That, that's their style, is put lots of people in uh, just peril. Just get mm. them to cause as much drama as possible. And I think they mm. succeeded with us and a collection of foamies and a, a load of pyrotechnics. I see why you didn't invite me because you, <laughs> on numerous occasions, you were like, you would have stabbed someone, you would have hated it. There was never the right tools. Someone had to stop and like go disassemble their workshop and then bring everything. <laughs> I would have just hurt people. I'd have been like, you test your guns on the floor, you get stabbed with a screwdriver. <laughs> There's, there's the uh, ammo cans of lipo batteries that were like absolute, you know, gold dust. Like there was not enough batteries to go around for everyone, and 22s. they would sort of production team would sort of disappear them off into some other part of the site, and we'd have to go hunting for them. 
the great game of hide and seek. See, someone like Cole, he would have been like, yo, air tag, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Martin, you, you were famous in both the, the TV world and the RC world, well outside of Model Squadron, I feel. Uh, I, you, how how long have you been flying uh, RC? That uh, is a good the... question. We, I am now in my twentieth year. Oof. Oh my god! Twenty. We haven't years. even gone through the list of things that you've done yet, but it's too long a list to just be twenty. Oh, and, yeah, you've just, we'll, we'll just uh, yes. I, I should really learn to say no more often. <laughs> and I've been flying my aeroplane for 20 years. Yeah, coming up, I'm, I'm 27 this year. So when I was seven... Did you I, sell your garage in the end? Oh. Uh, Which I, one, I think, is the question. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, I, 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 did, I, think, I think you might be referring to the advert for the one to rent. And the one to rent did yeah. get rented. But I've left adverts up because it just kind of creates a, a continuous stream of messages. So when one does become available, I just send someone a message and it gets tenanted again and, and again and again and again. <laughs> it's like the gift that keeps on giving. But you, So you've, you've been flying RC for 20 years. Yes. And it, yes. it seems like you must have got into your entrepreneurial uh, uh, spirit fairly early on. Because you've, you've been in the model trade for quite a long while, haven't you? 17 years. Or coming up to 17 oh. years. <laughs> started that career when I was t about 10. When I was about 10. Um, oh. And yes, yeah, so that's kind of just led on to lots of weird and wonderful opportunities that I always am just too keen to say yes to. Um, <laughs> You've, you definitely because built you up a, a reputation in the, the BMFA Facebook group for you know having sort of a lot of models to oh. sell, buying models, driving models around the country. Uh, you, you had a you, you built yes. up an empire. Yes, formally, formally driving. Oh, I I, th I think it was in. I think interesting. I think I think the best way to describe that was when I stopped. It must be oh, coming up to two years ago, or sort of when I kind of had a break, a break from it a couple of years ago. And it was only then was I realised you can literally contact any corner of the world through model aircraft flying. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely incredible, kind of just that network, um, uh, and sort of kind of actually how kind of in model flying or helicopters or drones or whatever we want to call them and whatever you want to do. Um, it's all a hobby. It's a hobby for us. And it's amazing kind of the, the professional lives of people that are brought together um, to a common hobby. It's just, it's just absolutely incredible. And uh, anyone that has been following Martin's Instagram and other social media will have seen how far he's been pushing that. I mean, you, you've been globetrotting, I would say, with, with your various contacts around the world. Yes, it is quite amazing with model aircraft flying, sort of kind of, yes, travelling around, travelling around different corners of the world. And it's always great fun when you're like, uh, I was at a model flying club in Australia um, <laughs> fairly recently. And with that, you just turn up and it's just, it's so easy. It's the same conversation. It's just like, how long have you been flying models for? And that's <laughs> it. That's the only question you have to ask. And then you just, you, not you can sit back, but it just opens the door to all these kind of wonderful conversations. And before you know it, you're kind of being shown around the club hearts and kind of, if you want to join the club. And, and, it, and it's just, it, it's just honestly, it's such an amazing hobby. Um, I absolutely love it. I like the fact after you've been doing it a fair few years, someone asks you at a club and then they kind of relax once they know you're not a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It's like when you first, you're, you know, like 
if you've been doing it for say 10 years they know they go oh you've chopped your finger you know not to do this you aren't going to kill anyone i mean i remember <laughs> martin's not so sure about this martin knows, uh, no, knows no. has come across many oh, we'll, we'll come across, many we'll, let, we'll let jack speak <laughs> well, mind you like i i learned apparently you were a gob hooligan weren't you when you were younger and that's how you've ended up being if you're viewing the geek intro is anything to go by or something <laughs> or some sort of documentary thing that you left school early because you hated it and model flying's all you've oh, known and loved no, oh, that, was some, th that was for something else with uh with uh with that but yes i was out of school for a period of time between ages of 13 and 14 so i sort of didn't really do year seven and a little bit of year eight um so yes that was the joys. <laughs> oh can yeah, you, you tell, Carl, Carl. tell you you've been quietly sat in the corner at Carl, the top Carl there loves so it's burning Carl. stuff Burning, he just arson. Just what? Where did oh, this come from? That's a completely made up joke. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I wanted to see the look on his face. Like. No, no, I'll, yeah. I'll say this. I can relate. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've, uh, you know, you've, you've got a, a glamorous TV career. You're, you're a published author. Yeah, a published author. Yes, yes. No, so it's, it's kind of interesting, and I, I think it's kind of that case of. It's, it, it's all really kind of led on from model aeroplane flying um, as kind of all of this, because the, the first time was, I think kind of all of it, you, you can, I, I throw a lot of time and passion and sort of kind of very much a tunnel visioned approach with model aeroplane flying. So it's like 10 years old business, out of school, model aeroplane flying business. When you finish school, it's business model aeroplane flying. And you sort of you kind of get to your early twenties, and it's like actually I don't know the world outside of model aeroplane and <laughs> business, um, which is which is rather kind of intriguing. Um, but I've kind of always been very lucky along the way. It's kind of either opportunities to that the Channel Four Battle of Britain Model Squadron thing, um, and then that kind of gave me a boost of confidence to do the work I did in Bangladesh. Um, Cause you sort of think, I think it's like being, especially as an adult being on TV. I know I was on kind of TV and newspapers when I was a lot younger. Um, but you don't really, you sort of, it's a, you don't really kind of think about uh, that, but you, you kind of think as an adult, oh, I wasn't expecting I could be on television. Like if I can do that, anything, eh, 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 Maybe I could I could try this that I didn't think I could do, and then before you know it, you kind of you're you're kind of hop skipping and jumping along the yep. way, um, and then and then you kind of before you know it, you've kind of not amassed an empire, but you kind of <laughs> various weird and wonderful places, walking red carpet world premiere events with all the world celebrities, or heck, being in the cinema with Warwick Davis and his family. Um, just yeah. these kind of like things you just don't really what think is it? the York part <laughs> would do. Uh, but it's, it's kind of weird. But I, I would say it's kind of all it's a world that's all accessible to everyone and all of us. You just sort of kind of always just got kind of say yes to an opportunity or do something you don't want to not say don't do something you don't want to do, but something you think oh I'd, I'd rather stay in home or stay in my warm bed. You sort of get out do it and just see what happens yep yeah if you stay at home and um you know don't take opportunities that come your way how are you going to know what's going to come later right so absolutely yeah. cole absolutely and and you you took on some opportunities like you were saying outside of the uh bottle flying community you 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 went and did some other things for a while and now you've come back with a vengeance like you swore it off and now you're back <laughs> Now we're back. So yes, the the main reason, probably why you've got me on this this on 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 what what is this called? Droning out. <laughs> Let's drone out. <laughs> Let's drone out. That's probably the reason you've got the me on this drone out. So no. I really... how Martin <laughs> you slag. 
I, I am sorry. I literally left a load of people in a restaurant and ran here. Um, and then I managed to tune in. So it was all, a, I didn't do any research. It was just like Andrew sent me a message saying, do you want to come on? And I was like, yeah, I'll come on. I've quite a busy day, but I'll just hop on. Um, research, you're a friend of the show. <laughs> Frank holds you in high regards. Yeah, but he's oh, seen the show. That's why he's in just, trouble. That's why. No, no, Tom, Tom, Cole, and and um, and Jake. This is um, Jack. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> too busy snorting yeah, coke off hookers and blow. Now that's it. High life. <laughs> you red carpet. We're beneath him now. He's we too cool surfed. for us, man. He's too cool. We we are, 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 we're all brought together because of our friendship for one another, not because we've got a <laughs> podcast. It's because we actually are not with you guys simply because you're famous. It's because you're my friends. So this is this is like the genuineness of our, of our when friends. I met. When I met Frank, <laughs> he was quiet. He was a lovely boy. That's the only way I would describe him. And now he answers back. He beats us all into submission. <laughs> now we we jump to his command. <laughs> he would have he would have been terrified of you. Yeah, it's it's gone well enough that we're now like starting to think about our tenth year uh, of LDA. So that's kind of you know we're, we're doing all right. Um, you you decade of this. But uh, that doesn't quite beat uh, or get anywhere close to the long legacy of Wings and Wheels. That- good, good, good link to that. Yes, thirty-eight. Thank so Wings you. and Wheels, Wings and Wings and Wheels. Um, yes, it was a show that started up in nineteen eighty-six. So thirty-eight. It's its thirty-eighth year now. Um, thirty-seven. And 2024 will be the 38th year. Well, it's had 30. Oh, however long. I always get the website doesn't even know. And I don't even know. So who knows? Um, if there's a man who should know, it's me and I don't. Um, so, yeah, Wings and Wheels were started up by, I, th- I believe, it was a couple of club members that started up the show um, back in the late 1980s. And then it got taken over by Traplet. Um, slash Sarek that they are um, now and it was run successfully for 30 or so years um, and naturally with with things you people want to break from from things so last year the opportunity came up to acquire the show um, and I thought I really fancy kind of doing something bigger um, I kind of fancy doing doing something kind of bigger or sort of bigger projects. Um, so when the opportunity came up, I, I kind of pondered on it. Um, and I was aware that there were sort of a few red herrings floating around in regards to Wings and Wheels. But I thought, no, I'll, I'll take on the challenge. So I acquired the show, emailed the council saying, hey, I'm Martin, I've taken over Wings and Wheels. I'd love to um, use Northfield Aerodrome for our show in 2024. For the response to be, no, you cannot have it. <laughs> no. 37, 38, however many, 37 years, 36, however many years it's been held at that show, at that venue, and it's, no, you can't have it. Um... So then became three months, a headache for three months, quite literally, because it takes almost kind of from the end of one show to the next show, it's a year's worth of work, um, at least nine months of work. So then became, became three months of venue hunting, and I quite literally travelled from Somerset to Dover, Sussex to Doncaster and every airport in between, <laughs> every stately home, every estate, every race course, 
every showground. Um, oh, race circuits, race tracks, RAF, MO, it, it just went on and on and on and on and on and on. Um, and it basically boiled down to the point I was at a swap meet, I think November sort of time, the Telford swap meet. And I was having a chat with someone. It's like, I've still not had any joy with the venue. It's it's not looking good. And kind of, so I got introduced to someone that day and he said, Martin, you should try this venue. You should try Stanford Hall. And I thought, oh, I've not tried that one yet. I'll give it a call. So I gave Stanford Hall a call. Um, and, and if I'm honest, it, 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 the, the venue, I didn't really know anything about it. It was just, I was just giving anything a try. And then I kind of turn up, had a meeting with the event, sort of gave them a brief overview of Wings and Wheels, um, told them a bit about it, had a meeting in person, got shown the site. And and if I'm honest, uh, Frank, Jake, Cole, and, and Tom, it, it, it was when I was at the site kind of being shown around. And it was like, you do realise this was sort of kind of the first, almost kind of like the birthplace of powered aviation in the world. Kind of predecessing the Wright Brothers as well, um, which was just incredible. The site's got a really, really fascinating history behind it with kind of the world of aviation. Um, and the site itself, the venue and everything surrounding it kind of ticked all the boxes of requirements. Um, so Wings and Wheels has, in short, now been relocated to Stanford Hall in Lutterworth. How many miles is that from me? Why, it's, it's, why, did, why did they say no after 38 <laughs> years? Did they give you a reason? There was a reason, yes. <sighs> was it traffic? Uh-oh. <laughs> it wasn't traffic. Uh-oh. Um, uh, it, dun, it, dun, no. Um. It, it was just... Uh. That's obviously not the interesting bit, but the, it's, it's up the M1, right? And then when, when it's the junction with the M6, turn east. That's it, pretty much. It's 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 just there. I think I think just a just a quick because I know I know I'll get a bazillion messages about the council and grandfather rights and all. Uh, I I could swear a lot. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was a, the, the council wanted to do a planning application. Um, uh, planning application for the site. Um, and kind of other things. It, it just basically, the council owned the land, the council were in charge. Wings and Wheels simply only hire it for a weekend a year. Um, so in, in short, that was kind of, I tried, but um, <laughs> nothing nothing came of it. Um, but Stamford Hall, yes, it is very near Rugby train station. Um, I think it was... I think it's about 15, 20 minutes by car or taxi from uh, Rugby train station. So nice and easy. Um, good road access. It's just off the kind of M6, M1 intersection bit in the country. Um, actually, for people kind of from like Surrey areas or south of London, it doesn't actually add. I know people will hate me for this. It doesn't actually add too much distance. It doesn't actually add too much time on it because before you always had that long leg of the M25. You pass the A1, A10, or A10, A1, and then up the M11. This time it's sort of around the M25, straight up the M1. For people coming east, it's good road access. For people coming west, good road access. For people coming north, is good road access. And it's 900 acres is the site. Um, so for the first year, we, we were in like one section of the state. Um, but I truly hope, I really hope that um, it will sort of kind of almost become like a new nationals or kind of that, that kind okay. of a location where to kind of really show, well, to showcase kind of be a one-stop, event for if someone's looking and if someone's new the bmfa are there with the simulator if you're 
okay with a simulator and you want to look into getting a club trainer, there's model shops that sell club trainers. If you're looking to progress from the club trainers, there's this. There's on the flight line, you've got different flying displays and different things and different models available. Um, it, it's sort of kind of trying to bring it all together. Um, and I must say a big shout out to absolutely everyone who has assisted there's too many people to name, but every single person I've spoken to in re- relation to Wings and Wheels, um, a massive shout out and thank you to all of you because it, it kind of comes to that point where, yeah, it's Martin and all the Wings and Wheels, but it's the entire team. It's the entire team and all the members of the public, all the traders, all the pilots that truly come together and who make the show. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've uh, had... Lots of meetups at Wings and Wheels events because it's uh, had sort of lots of different sections there. I mean, uh, you've you've had wing racing there and X class mm. racing and five inch racing and whoop racing and uh, whoops all through the night. You've had uh, other little FPV like uh, crawlers and things. You've had all sorts of things going on there. Uh, I mean, there's 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 always been sort of the the issue with the North Wheeled site is that it is a, a an actual airport that's got like manned aviation going on, and it's still had the police heli- Yeah, the the police helis and the um, air ambulances and things that have meant that not all the site is actually available for model flying, and so mm. there's kind of uh, the the one area where you've kind of got the the jets trying to use the same space as the X class, and then you've got the the whoops trying to use the the FPV um, sort of signal nearby there. So there's there's it's always been, you know, uh, a lot of things happening in a in quite a small space of the site. I mean, with the the, the new Stamford Hall site, with there being presumably no manned aviation going on there, I imagine you'll be able to kind of spread things out and maybe have more flying at the same time. Hopefully, it'll be less windy. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Last year was terrible, or the year before. I can't remember. Uh, my, my, I can't really remember what I did an hour ago, if I'm entirely honest. It, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's the fun. Today's mission, I think it's actually it's like all that behind-the-scenes stuff people don't see with the show. Mm. Um, so, so today it was a case of looking for... Actually, if anyone's listening and anyone plays in a music band, message me. Call me. <laughs> Find me on Facebook and message me or email admin at wingsandwheels.net. Um, because uh, send them my way. Because you, you'd be looking up and it's like people hear the word air show. And I think this is a, <laughs> sort of, kind of we, we, we mentioned it and kind of touched on it earlier. It comes to that point. It's like you're on 26, 20 years in model flying done wings and wheels now or helped out wings and wheels for five years and and owned it 100 percent kind of this year moving forwards but it's like when you knock on an airport door and say hey i'm martin i want to run an air show and you <laughs> oh my gosh i'm not saying oh it's it it's so much hard work um and and, and where i link with that is when it comes to telling people you run an, you'd like a band to attend an air show, you should see the quotes that come through for a four-piece <laughs> band. Oh, it's yeah. like, there is no way you are not worth five thousand pounds for <laughs> minutes. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Andy I, RC does a really good Celine Dion <laughs> and um, <laughs> Take My Breath Away as well. Yeah. Jake, you I mean, always I think, uh, yeah, I think Andy RC and I should team up. We could do it for four thousand pounds, man. No problem. <laughs> Steven uh, can play bass. Uh, that, that's that's a tempting. That's a tempting offer. Um, if you sponsor oh, sorry, four thousand Canadian dollars, oh, cheaper. That's cheaper. <laughs> you can have an exchange rate. Oh, uh, I was going to say you could do it for free if you sponsored the Portaloos or something like that. There's there's so many weird sponsorship options uh, uh, or, or, or or things uh, uh, or, or or something. Cole, I'm sure we'd be able to figure something out. Yeah, just have your people talk to my people. We'll figure it out. 
Yeah. yeah. If anyone sponsoring Porter lose, it should be LDO. <laughs> <laughs> so what Oh Porta Loos. Uh, oh geez. Sorry, I'm thinking porta potties. You guys call them porta loos. Ah yeah. This, parties, this, yeah. this has devolved horribly. This, this is, is not where I thought this, the show was going. But the so rings and wheels, twenty uh, ninth and thirtieth of June. That's the important thing, right? That, yes. That weekend, you've secured that weekend, the twenty ninth and thirtieth of June, the end of June. Hopefully, nice weather. Fingers crossed. Uh, you've secured your venue, uh, Stamford Hall, uh, up. Oh, yeah, at the intersection of the M1 and the M6, we've gone over that. And it's that's a big it. stately house. It says 900 acres, it was. That's it, 900 acres. Um, big stately home. I just saw quickly in the comments about tickets and, and various things. Um, Richard Warwick in the chat was asking, when will tickets be available? That is a marvellous question, Richard. And my question to that, quite honestly, is hopefully soon. Um, uh, we're working on it now. The teams, with the event, we're all running a little bit behind because where it took three months, from when I initially contacted the council, um, that's when you start running, organising the show. Uh, but obviously, yes, it took three months. And it, it, if I'm honest, it got down to days because it was a case of if this event, if Stanford Hall doesn't get confirmed, I'll just pull the plug on the whole show and walk away and do something else. Um, so, with that, we are underway. There is, if you look on wingsandwheels.net website at the moment, um, it's still got the old website up. Hopefully, if I'm lucky by tomorrow or absolute latest end of next week, um, there'll be a new website up with the tickets being available as soon as the website's up. It's just doing all the work in the background at the moment of linking PayPal accounts and bank accounts and verifying my identity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get me started. Uh, yeah, so that's Wings and Wheels, right? Wings and Wings Wheels. Un end for november wings and wheels is, is how i have to say it now on the importantly as well. dot net wings and wheels dot net and is is that going to be i know you're very into your socials so is is the website going to be the best place to keep updated or are you going to be posting out updates on the socials somewhere as and when you confirm oh, things and get things sorted that's out a, that's a great question oh um, what I'm <laughs> hoping for um, is, yes, there is the Facebook page, Wings and Wheels Model Spectacular or Wings and Wheels something. If it looks like a model show and it's it'll called be... Wings and Wheels, it'll <laughs> probably it'll be that one. one. It, it, most likely. Um, I am hoping, so once traders, there's a lot of conversations that's happened in the background but I mm -hmm. fully understand members of the public haven't heard. But yeah, kind of so with with model shops who are confirmed or pilots and teams, as and when they get confirmed, kind of publicly, so to say, I'll release kind of a, a picture, et cetera, et cetera, on the Facebook page. The website might undergo a few kind of updates and changes as required because it's it's kind of still kind of pulling together the whole show format. Um and everything so yes um i would beg people or, or i say plead with people um keep an eye on the website keep an eye on the facebook page uh i understand it might be at time we're in 2024 and it might still be in 2023 but the team i've got an incredible team working almost non-stop on all of this um at the moment like you were saying it's um, been a so journey getting a venue so as soon as it possibly can. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I think uh, Lurgy in the chat has kind of 
put the uh, he's, he's hit the nail on the head of what is kind of the next thing we really want to know. I mean, wings and wheels is a thing that we uh, a lot of us sort of know and and love, but this is you know going to be Martin Thompson's wings and wheels, new venue, new management. So is it going to be the same show just moved, or have you got like some mad aspirations for other things that are going on, or is it? Are you still so in the in the process of building the groundwork that that's that's in the future to think about at the moment? Well, I'm so my mission for Wings and Wheels um, is there's a lot of there's a lot of things as well behind the scenes or other projects and other companies of mine um, that sort of kind of all walking. Um, I was just admiring the latest whole hairdressing. <laughs> and there are some marvellous bots that has just commented in the comment section. Um, you know you're doing so well yes, Wings and Wheels, I basically what I want to do is recreate flight test in the United Kingdom. Um as part of other companies of mine, I've got a range of 36 new kits coming out hopefully in 2024. Um that's it. So with Wings and Wheels, I really want to make it a family show. So even like when I'm vetting at the moment, catering vans, burgers and chips shouldn't be 17 quid. Maximum a tenner. So Good car. It, 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 it's kind of completely new. I want it kind of family, family orientated and I want to showcase a hobby that brings all of us together. Um, and it's a case of, and I can say this because I own an air show or a model air show. We're all blokes who fly or, predominantly blokes um, who fly toy aeroplanes in fields. So it's, 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 if you take that basis, we're all sort of the same. Um, and I just want to showcase a hobby that means so much to all of us in kind of to, in, in as many different forms as, um, as possible. So it, it's, it's, it's wings and wheels, the name, but I'm doing my best to sort of kind of incorporate it to make it kind of the most affordable, uh, enjoyable showcasing of our hobby event as humanly possible and that I can do. Uh, the, the other questions I've seen in the chat, we've got Clive in the chat asking, uh, can me and Tony come and race X-Class? We've got Stubbsy in the chat saying, could we, could we race wings as well? Caroline's asking about the wing racing as well. Like, is, uh, have you have you been approached, or do you need putting in touch with the the wing racing people? Have you got your contacts ready uh, for wing racing people? I know it's happened at Wings and Wheels in previous years. Um, I, if there's a way to put an email address for people to contact me, I'm open to having discussions um, with people, and also if I'm entirely if I'm if I'm honest, a lot of it come. If, if there's any kind of people out there potentially interested in sponsoring various different elements of the show, it, it's even like things like the Tamiya tent and stuff that's always been at Wings and Wheels. That's two and a half thousand pounds just simply for the marquee to wow. be there. Um, and before you before you've known it, you can blow fifty, sixty, seventy thousand pounds just like that it's ridiculous how quickly money can go um so yes people like wing racing or anyone that might be interested in sponsoring such a an area of the event um drop me an email i'm always happy um either myself or one of the team will pick it up and we can always have discussion and Lurgy's asking as well what about the the wheel side of the the wings and wheels event i know Lurgy's part of the the group, I mean, besides the sort of the FPV side, he's, he's done some of the really, really beautiful, uh, very fine model uh, trucks and things that uh, uh, usually kind of have their big, uh, I guess is the Tamiya tent, and then have their big uh, parade up and down the, the flight line almost. Um, so it, have, you, have you got those in mind as well? There's conversations happening. I'm not sure Lurgy's real name um <laughs> but i have been in touch with a few people so i might have already been in touch but if not again get in touch lurgy is called Lurgy. everyone just calls him lurgy 
Graham Stanley okay. is asking about the big boat pond. I believe that oh. you've got, still got the big boat pond. Yes. Hello, Graham. <laughs> um, uh, so hovercrafts. Ironically enough, I didn't realise Stanford Hall used to be the location for the British Hoverboat Association. Um, and again, with model boats, um, there is that wonderful boating pond. Um, that's not an area I've looked into just yet. I know there's been a few application forms filled out for various model boating clubs. Um, I'm just looking into that at the moment because if I'm honest, paying five grand for someone to fill up the the boating pond, um, <laughs> it's not really quite literally floating my boat at this moment in time. <laughs> but if, if, if there's any model boating clubs out there that might have a portable pond or can facilitate or help in any way, um, please do get in touch. <laughs> I think you should just uh, get, start getting it out now. Just, just leave it there. It'll be full by tomorrow, to be honest, the way <laughs> it's been going. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a very point. Yes. Tony said, give him enough neck oil, he'll have a go at trying to fill it with piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, where, where's my notes? Where, where's the topic? My name is now <laughs> Tom. Oh, it's Tom, um, yeah. Tom, Tom. <laughs> I'm Jake. Hello, Tom. My darling wife. Oh, dear. Uh, I don't even know my name. Did that Thanks, sausage Joe. I cooked you mean nothing? <laughs> oh, this is making sense for about three people. Um, so <laughs> the uh, Martin, back to you. You've 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 uh, been doing your research either intentionally or unintentionally by travelling across the UK and travelling across Europe uh, recently as well. Uh, I I. Been particularly interested to pick your brains in into you know not only how you think other people have been uh finding different ways of of uh, engaging people at events and promoting events and doing interesting things at events that maybe we haven't seen in the uk very much but, but but also how they've been building community amongst you know the people who are already in it as well that's that's actually a really interesting one um and I think for I think for a lot of the inspiration for Wings and Wheels, um, has kind of come. I, I was speaking. Uh, where was I going? That was it. A lot of the inspiration for Wings and Wheels has kind of come from kind of travelling around different events, predominantly around Germany, because um, a lot of the model shows in Germany, you 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 go out there and it's like two pound fifty for one of the the German sausage things are called. Um, Bratwurst, that's the one, that's the word. Um, <laughs> bratwurst. I'm bratwurst bitter is probably the extent of my uh, my German. And then I always get the response in German and I don't quite understand it. So I look very confused. Um, and then like two euros 50. Um, so it's kind of always a case of kind of food is always affordable at such events, although bottles of water might not. Um and, and, and it was interesting, just like the sheer enormity of these events. It's it's like a health and safety. Uh, we would look at it and think that'd be a health and safety nightmare, but they just see it as this is so much fun. You're sort of events that <laughs> kind of have people who've been to Alexandra Palace, like the size of that internal area. They've got nine halls filled of that size. Um and it's just incredible, um, kind of, it's like different worlds of radio modeling and stuff. And I, I would say that a lot of these, again, predominantly in Germany, sort of a lot of the outreach things, um, kind of getting kids involved. Um, you'd be at an event and people would be making little kids chuck gliders and stuff. I know Model Air at the Shuttleworth events do kind of various kid events, and there's quite a lot of engagement with kids, but it's uh, if I'm honest, it's more kind of a case of how our hobbies perceived in different countries. Um, over here, it's a geeky, nerdy, weird hobby that everyone is all sort of secretly fascinated by, 
but they don't admit it. Um, but in Germany or in, in Europe, it's kind of a hobby that is kind of marveled and, and, and people want to support it and everyone's sort of kind of much more knowing about it. It's all quite fascinating. How do you think they've, they've managed that? Is there, is there anything we need to learn? Or do you think it's just a, a, just purely a cultural subconscious difference? That is fascinating. And a, probably a question I could answer better if I haven't been on the phone all day talking to ABBA <laughs> tribute bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's probably, maybe, I think overall it's probably a societal, I said maybe, I could be completely wrong in making all of we this. We are up. miserable. I, I think, I, I, Kill it with fire. You're not allowed fun. Regulations, rules. Sorry, Frank, derailing. <laughs> That's as much as I'll go. Martin is here to spread hope, not your doom and gloom. Oh, no. If I'm entirely yes, it it it's it it it's it sort of kind of a case of just finding ways. But it is interesting because although you're out in Germany and the events are a lot bigger and a lot kind of different to how they are here, if you speak to the German era modelers, they all say the events are dying and they're half the size of what they used to be. And it's like you've got nine halls the same size as Alexander. Nine halls, each one's the same size as Alexander Palace field. And you're saying this is a small show. Um, it's all about kind of perspective and, and different angles. But to us, it's like, oh, my goodness, this is like a different world. Um, and kind of seeing people, I think it's interesting. I think uh, German... With the German era modelling fraternity, it's kind of a case of they get enjoyment by refining things via engineering more so than us. English people get enjoyment out of doing era modelling simply by spending as little money as humanly possible. Um, <laughs> over here, it's like, oh, I managed to beat up someone and I got this for 20 quid. But in Germany, it's like a case of if I spent three thousand pounds for on the same aircraft. But it's look how nicely these wheels turn and how quiet it is and how refined <laughs> it is. And you you do you do seriously notice these differences on on on, on all the aircraft. It's the quality is ten steps ahead of where it is over here. You mean they don't just have a load of foamies that they crash into the ground a lot? And blow up the pyrotechnics. Oh, I, I don't think they'd understand what that is. <laughs> okay, so uh, you've had, uh, amongst your empire of model flying, you've had a history of running and being organised in swap meets. Um, yes. And I think for, for, for drone people, FPV folks, uh, so most of our audience, a swap meet is probably something you might not have heard of um and i think it's just kind of an interesting difference between the the drone community and the, the wider model flying community that sort of the the model flyers have these events that happen all year round and sort of maintain all those kinds of uh yeah, you know, interpersonal relationships just main maintain the social structure, uh, even when it's weather like this, where you're not really going to fly anywhere. I mean, we've we've got the whoop events, but that you know that isn't to everyone's taste. And I, I just, I would like to hear what your thoughts thoughts are on kind of like what makes a swap meet, and you know what, you know, how how do they work well? Do you think that is? Very good. I think with the drone world, or especially when it comes to the second-hand market of drones, they kind of all mainly aeroplanes are aeroplanes. They've got wings and tails and a fuse large and an engine -y thing, and they, they sort of work and stay the same. With, with drones, they're predominantly kind of technology-based. And in the drone world, it's kind of every week there's something new. Mm. Uh, Technology is always being progressed in some way. So when it comes to like the second-hand value of these, it's it's they're they're worthless basically. Um, you can spend 
however many thousands you want on a drone and you come to sell it next week and you'll get a tenth realistically a tenth of what you've just spent on it all because all the technology is already out of date and it's been customized to to your th- your to your liking um so maybe in the drone world that's probably why it's not as common or, or kind of a place for like secondhand pre-owned um, well i say drones multi-rotors um yeah well yeah i mean as you we were talking, that just reminded me of, uh, I think it was 2021, maybe. Uh, and we, we had a bit of a LDO get together at Wings and Wheels at Northfield. And Lurgy was there having just bought uh, what I had spotted at the uh, Bring and Buy, which I will I'll try and right. share with you now. Uh, so here, here we go. Uh, that is. Uh, what what he had uh, had had purchased that was his his big uh, so that's the sort of a, a tricopter with massive wind blades which is kind of a a bit of a but it also had this aero, aerodynamic cowling I would say on it a backformed cowling on it. Um, no, that is one I of the biggest things. <laughs> I remember having an argument with uh with gavin you know <laughs> gav with the van yeah. the the fruity smelling gentleman shall we say the 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 lover of the devil's lettuce um and he was like <laughs> what flight control is that and i'm like it's a multi-way and he's like that's not a multi-way i'm like bitch you know that lion in lion and witch and wardrobe and it's like i was there when it was written I felt like that, like this, everything <laughs> just turned grey, and, and like, oh, were those Lumineer motors on that? No, they were Hobby King Multi Star. Well, he says Ugh. in the chat he never ever got it flying. It's a shame, but I feel yeah. like it goes well on the wall. But yeah, that is the big difference, isn't it? Is that you know the the multi rotor stuff is just hype train. It's just. What's the new stuff? Get rid of the old stuff. Crap. Flight till it's broken. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm I'm just wondering how. Uh, I I feel at least that the 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 FPV community drones it has kind of become more fragmented, especially with the the HD systems um, where kind of different circles have have gone in different directions. And it's hard to have uh, a single unifying event. Um, um, I'm just kind of wondering how we can uh, reintegrate all the FPV community into, uh, uh, you know, so there is a bit more cross-pollination between different areas. Um, but yeah, I was, mm. you know, I feel like the model flying more widely has done that really well, you know, with swap meets and the, the show line stuff as well. I think that's I think that's I think that's interesting um with what you say. And I think I think if I'm honest, it, it all kind of comes down to communication. Um and I think at times it's a lot of times people kind of have we maybe I ramble on a little bit on this at this point. It, it's what <laughs> I kind of came into this hobby as this this little seven year old kid with my Firebird commander. And stuff, and you see people on the flight lines, you see people on the show lines, and you think, oh, that's a big name, that's a name I've seen on YouTube, or that's a name I've seen or, or, on kind of various things. And you kind of almost have that kind of natural apprehension about meeting these people, or they, you think you, they've got bigger model aircraft than you, they've got the expensive jets, they're in a massive team. And you think, oh, what the, I'm just, I'm just. Martin, I'm just a bloke or a kid. I, I, I'm terrified of these people. And then you sort of actually you 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 talk to other people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that team. They're all in a clique." Or, "Oh that team. Oh we don't like that. Oh we don't like this." And it's like, "Have you ever actually spoken to them?" No, I just don't like them. And it's actually until you <laughs> you, you 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 sort of kind of whatever you, you you get to meet people kind of through business and, and stuff. And it's actually, and that's where I say that line. We're all we're all people who fly toy aeroplanes in a field because once you kind of take away that whatever 
price bracket you're in or anything like that or whatever brand of transmitter or anything like that. We all just enjoy flying things that fly. That's it. Um, and I think with the drone or the multi-rotor world or the helicopter world is, is people aren't familiar with that world. So they just instantly don't like it or think, oh, <laughs> someone's flying their drone over Gatwick or um, <laughs> something Sorry. silly something silly like that. Um, um, uh, something similar like something similar like that, and and it's just a case of yeah, just immerse yourself into different areas of the hobby and just talk to people, um, and that's really it. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much for all your efforts with with Wings and Wheels. Uh, I hope sort of uh, you get to get past the the big admin stage or the groundwork or the uh, making sure the infrastructure is in place all your portaloos all of that <laughs> stuff gets out the way soon and you can start thinking about the the more exciting things the the content the that's gonna you know bring people along uh, and I, I hope that uh, everyone in the chat and everyone listening along uh, follows you and uh gets up-to-date information about wings and wheels so that they can uh you know learn about all the exciting things that are going to be happening i'm sure absolutely um, like yes it all it all it all sorry yeah it'll, thank you andrew and thank you for having me on i think it will kind of be a bit a bit fine on 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 time but yes one one thing <laughs> is the show's definitely it's all going ahead it will all come together um it's just bringing, kind of keep an eye, keep an eye on the website, um, keep an eye on the website and, and updates. And I'll, as, as soon as I possibly can, it will be updated. Um, uh, it'll, it'll be, it'll be up, it'll be updated, and everything will kind of fall into place. Lovely. Um, just at the moment, it's bringing <laughs> lots and lots, of, lots of different things together to make it all happen. Um, so thank you to everyone patience and everything. Um, I think you should um, come back and give us an update in April or something, a couple of months, give us an update of what you've done and what's going on. Oh, yes. What I will do, Tom, I will draw my hairline. (laughs) 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 We'll see where it ends up. There we go. I'll I'll redraw it and we'll see where it ends up come come april but no thank you thank you for having me on and i'll i'll touch base with everyone april early may um and give an update and like you were saying this is kind of your call for participation if if anyone's got things that they want to bring along and show off so maybe the the guys in the chat are looking to do uh more the the rc truck stuff the wing racing the x-class racing whoops and things uh, drop you an email and, and get in touch. What was the email address again for anyone that is sort of it's has now got pencil and paper in front of them? It won't let me join the chat, um, but um, it's admin. Uh, if I send it to you, Andrew, you can kindly maybe kindly put it in the chat. But it's admin um, admin at wingsandwheels dot net. So admin at wingsandwheels.net someone let's join out that's the one perfect thank you um thank you guys so drop me an email on um on 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 that any um spam or messages saying it's too far away or anything like that i, I probably <laughs> won't I, I do apologize um but yeah anyone who's kind of serious or willing willing to help uh, or, or volunteer or whether that's multi-rotor boating or any local flying clubs i will be outreaching to local flying clubs but any help is massively appreciated because it's one less phone call i have to kind of make outwards so that's time i can make another phone call um and bring <laughs> something even better together for 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 the show um so yeah that's all Thank you very Can much. You please, please make it like the old days of Flight Fest, where we're not segregated because we're drone users, and like plain people can meet drone users and not feel like we're the enemy. 
Um, you'll just be segregated because you'll you'll be segregated just because you're Jack. Jake, like, okay. Jake. No, no, thanks. Um, we can just hand out sandals uh, and stuff. That can actually kind of cross quite mean. Um, no, absolutely no. It's a case of I want everyone. I want want to showcase different areas of the hobby, and I want people who might not be familiar with something to be able to come together, ask questions, experience it, see what it's like. Um, and that's the only way we can kind of keep the hobby going if we outreach to new people, get new people on on board, and just kind of showcase and support one um, one another for our common hobby of standing in fields playing with things that fly. <laughs> Will it yeah. make them more comfortable if we and wear thank- our trousers at nipple height? <laughs> and uh, wear socks and sandals oh only if you tuck your trousers into your socks <laughs> right thank you you've been listening to let's show now this show was brought to you by andrew slash frank thank you Bye. our lord and lovely master i've been jake we've been joined by my wife tom bonjour and <laughs> the admin master and thumbnail generator my buddy girl except not this week because it was frank see ya oh, no. <laughs> and the sexy martin thompson who won beauty Ooh. and ow, the ow. and is running wings and wheels.net not to be confused with wings and <laughs> thank you UK. Thank you to all our lovely Patreons. You guys keep the show going and stop Frank from strangling us all to death. Uh, we are forever in debt. Thank you. Good night. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. Bye. Telemetry lost.